Stay tuned for a special presentation. Corrupt, egotistical businessman takes advantage of meek, unnoticed woman who finds her inner animal and magically becomes a feline supernatural force to reckon with. Batman Returns. <laughs> or is it Wonder Woman 1984? I was thinking Tootsie. Or Tootsie. <laughs> Frankly, I cannot wait for the mashup crossover. I am so excited yeah. for this. I mean, Keaton's back, baby. <laughs> and so's Hoffman. Hoffman as Cheetah. Oh. Keaton as Tootsie. <laughs> tootsie, Tootsie, Tootsie. Gal Gadot playing the villainous Max Shrek. Just get it, get that, get that fright wig on her, and she's just... Uh, this city is mine. Yeah. I think it's all mine. Anyway. Uh. And Christopher Walken uh. as Gal Gadot. Yes, mm. yes. Anyway. Not, not as Wonder Woman as Gal Gadot. We're awesome. This may appear to be only monkey business, but in reality, it's very serious, ladies. Zero Issues Comic Podcast! Zero Issues Comic Podcast! Excelsior! Welcome to the show! Um... So this is I get yeah this is our first welcome uh, to the show so yo what? you know it's a whoa whoa Wonder Woman <laughs> I was told you I was to rap. gonna rap yeah I know yeah. I know there we go oh man get it it's good um this is our first uh, episode of the new year 2021 we made it uh, the yay! year we fight back <laughs> this year's person. that's what I call every year though so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How does it usually work out? I mean, just because you fight back doesn't mean you win. It's true. Sometimes you lose spectacularly. And you cry Sometimes? like a little baby. Like a little baby ballerina. Little baby ballerina. With pants full of pee. Hmm. Why is that ballerina wearing pants? We're all very good at that, to be fair. Yeah, I can, I can fill both pant legs with pee. <laughs> and often do. The smell at least is cut by a third doing this by Zoom, so uh, that's a plus. Yeah. Uh, let's let's throw up a disclaimer. Let's just throw up. Right. Let's throw up. <laughs> hey, guys. On camera. I'll be back in, in a, a second. I got to go throw up. Uh, I got the Zoomies. Um, disclaimer that we are going to be talking about two, uh, well, Wonder Woman 84 and The Mandalorian and talking about them in full, so total... Spoilers yeah, these are spoiler-heavy episodes. So, yeah, yeah. Literally, and not be holding back. So yeah, literally caught up on Mando like a couple of like two days ago at most. So uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's really fresh for you. That's good. It's so fresh. I'm gonna have some takes and cakes. I've had enough of those for the holidays. Actually, I got and, like... and both are hot. No, hot piping hot. Uh, but first, let's maybe uh do some news for <gasps> the new year. Oh, the news year? Well, all right. Newsier. It's newsier than last year. Ooh. It's it's significantly less newsy than last year. <laughs> yeah, god yes. Yeah. Current Zero News Flash. Welcome to the news or as much of it as we could possibly find and we looked real hard. January is a is a dry dry month for the news if nothing else. So, uh, uh, do you like, uh, do you like Batman? Have you heard of this character, Batman? 
Hey, you heard of Batman? You heard of this guy, Batman? Yeah, he's okay. Batman? He's okay. He's, uh, he's like Man Bat, who everyone knows and loves, but the reverse. Mm-hmm. Oh. Any yeah. relation to Bat Bat? Not, I don't think that they like to make that comparison. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or Man Man? Bruce Wayne? The Man Man? Oh. <laughs> he's a real man's man. He's from that band, Mother Mother? Yeah. Ah. Wait, Martha Martha? <laughs> <laughs> Let's not Anyways. go there. Let's not go there. Mans Mickelson? Again, that's Mads Mickelson. Scares me. A lot of things scares me. I don't like big lines to the restrooms when I just had four beers. It scares me, really. Um, so, kicking things off, so there was, a, I think, a recent report in the New York Times uh, that were at Brooks, Bar- Brooks Barnes? Brooks Barnes is the uh, reporter. I don't know why I'm mocking... Their name. It's the alliteration. We're doing. We do a comic podcast. It totally it's, sounds made up. It sounds fake. It sounds made up. Anyway, yeah. Brooks yeah. Barnes. Um, anyway, Bucky Barnes. Bucky Barnes uh, spoke with uh, DC Films president Walter Hamada, and his quote: Walter Hamada uh, said that the Warner Brothers will have two different film sagas involving Batman, played by two different actors, running at the same time. Like this is their. You know, they're doing this. This is what they're doing. Um, so I guess on Twitter, somebody asked him like. Can you clarify, like, because they, they mentioned that, like, you know, Ben Affleck is obviously coming back for this Flash movie, and so is Michael Keaton. So, like, who are you talking about as the second one? And then uh, Brooks Barnes replied, Keaton. So, it's going to be more, I guess, than just a uh, an appearance in the Flash movie. There's going to be, like, a, more projects going forward with Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne and or the Man-Man. Oh, sorry, the Batman. Um, so... Yeah, so that's interesting, and I'm I'm down for it no matter what they do. <laughs> Hello there. This is uh, Bry from the future, or the present, or like slightly less in the past. Uh, so just letting you know that this story has been disputed since. Uh, apparently, now they're saying that Keaton is only signed on to be in the Flash movie. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna air the rest because I I choose to believe in hope, I choose to believe. So uh, hopefully we see more of the Keats as uh, as he loves to be called. If you ever see Michael Keaton, tell him that Bry said call him the Keats, and uh, enjoy the rest of the episode. I was going through YouTube rabbit hole and like working and just stuff is going behind me. And um, I came across somebody that was talking about uh, like the Batman franchise and the Patterson thing that he's or Pattinson. He's, he's going to be the new Batman and that they're like kind of explaining of like the weird situation that this puts him in that originally it seemed like all the other arcs of Batman were coming to a conclusion and it's like look we're gonna start this new thing this new franchise you're gonna be the fresh new batman and then all this shit hit and now it's like you know what uh we're gonna have uh we're gonna bring all of them back and then possibly have other ones so i don't know like it might be you never know how he's taking it he might be like okay this is cool like more batman the better or it could be like what the fuck i just signed up for this and you kind of pooched me a little bit. You might be like, yeah, trying to not, not that it like some people are kind of toying with the idea that maybe it's splitting, not splitting the fans, but like they can only watch so much and maybe like they'll go one way and not the other way. Or it's like you're pitting them against each other or 
I, I would so. imagine at, at this point in uh, Pattinson's career, he's, you know, he, he's happy to make a good movie. And I think he's probably, he, I think he's probably happier. I mean, he, he's happy to make a good movie as opposed to he, seven Justice League movies or whatever, because, yeah. oh, okay, you know, dude had to do I five thought, Twilight I thought you movies. Were... No, yeah. no, oh, but I'm... you know what? He's done some stellar stuff. That's what I'm talking. I know there. Were... I agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. saying so. He'd be happy okay. to do. I thought you, know, you were like a couple. Well, he'd be happy just make it a good movie. No, 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 not what I meant. Movies. Not what I meant at all. <laughs> like, well, he wants okay. to be over here doing his own Batman thing and not getting sucked into like terrible crossovers. Yeah, especially yeah, he after can do the, the prestige thing. Yeah, yeah. And that, that makes a lot of sense. He does the Nolan approach. Yeah, yeah, I get it. And again, the immediate assumption, the immediate conclusion everybody jumps to with the Keaton stuff is that he's going to be like an older Bruce Wayne. They're going to be doing Batman Beyond. So he might not even be Batman strictly. Yep. He might just, you know, be like a... The he might be mentor. Beyond. Yeah. And then you could have a very, you know, that, that would actually work, you know, if they want to use Spider-Man as a template where they have like, you know, current Peter Parker Spider-Man and then you have uh, like your Spider-Verse. Kind of a thing mm-hmm. where there can be like th- there's a different main Batman, but you also have Bruce Wayne around as a, more of a supporting character. Could work. Then again, yeah, yeah. then again, it, if all the rumors about Spider-Man three are to be correct, there's going to be eighteen Spider-Man in that movie. So who the hell knows what they're doing? Yep. And one of them is going to be Michael Keaton. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on board. And he's going to battle the Vulture. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're just fighting each other. So good. <laughs> <laughs> just punching himself in the face for yeah. half an hour. No superpowers, it's just that. two Michael Keatons just duking it. <laughs> Finally, the sequel to Multiplicity! <laughs> I was just thinking, the Multiplicity! It all goes back to that. Ooh, best clone saga See that ever. episode from... <laughs> See that episode from four years ago? Yeah. Between the two of us, we're gonna get a lot of stuff done. We're gonna kick some ass. We're gonna be awesome. Speaking of Batman, uh, there has been also a rumor, like with all things going online and away from theaters and whatever, uh, a lot of like focus on HBO Max has been happening. Oh, um, that Batman the animated series might have a sequel series coming out. That's been the rumor. The even newer Adventures of Batman. Yeah, exactly. Would be like the third sequel series. Okay. I mm-hmm. uh, yeah I don't know that's that's just that's just a word on the street yeah interesting yeah um well I mean like there there is a comic like a digital comic uh, that's a continuation of that series by like Paul Dini and Ellen Burnett and uh, drawn by Ty Templeton that's been pretty fun I guess so I don't know if they could maybe use that as a template maybe or who knows mm-hmm. if it's even happening. I did recently uh, there is um. Oh, and I totally I always forget the name of it. There is a, a documentary about that original series that Warner put out. Um, easily, just look up Batman animated series documentary on YouTube, and it pops right up. Um, hmm. In it, they were talking about like why it ended, and they're like, it didn't end because we like wanted it to end, and there was people didn't were demanding that it, it was over, and the thing that and the ratings went down or anything. It was like uh, it's it it. it ended because we just kind of ran out of stories at that point that the storytellers wanted to put across and I, I guess they didn't want to force it after that and then now it's kind of funny they're like no now we're gonna do a sequel uh, okay then it would it would sell subscriptions i don't know what to tell you yeah 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 because they don't have the uh you know the the 30 to 40 something enthusiasts <laughs> on board already right no of course not no, what they need is Batman. Batman will get them. 
If only we had something else with Batman. Well, they want something good with Batman. Hmm. Okay. All right. Point taken. <laughs> All right. Switching companies to Marvel. This isn't, I don't know if this is so much news. It might be news, might be news to some people because it was news to me. I did not realize, but it is coming out. Uh, if it's not out already, it's coming out momentarily. Um, they are relaunching the Eternal series. Um, there is a movie coming out, what, next November from Marvel. So obviously you're going to have a series that starts up before that leading up to it. Uh, it is going to be written by Kieran Gillen. Um, who is quite a good writer. I enjoy mm-hmm. uh, the stuff. Um, but what I didn't know was that the artist is Isad Rubik, mm-hmm. who I am a huge fan of. His stuff is stellar, so good, like really detailed and has that. He, he teamed up with Jason Aaron to do Thor and just had that, he, he just, that fantasy sort of mythological approach, like, just he w- it could really capture an interesting. Uh, yeah. I feel like take he's, he's going to bring a, a certain gravitas to the book that uh, might make me interested and actually yeah. give a shit about the Eternal. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and I'm I'm sure I'm not alone in that. Yeah. Well, in, in interviews, he was saying, uh, or Kieran Gillen was saying, he's. I guess they're kind of they're not like retooling it, but a lot of people don't know the Eternals very well, obviously, and so it is kind of. A, I am a lot of people. Let, let, yeah, let's show what they're all about and where they're from and who they are and yeah. So and and Thanos what a girl is wants, play what up. a girl needs. <laughs> so like they, Thanos, they do they do have a lot of um, they do have a lot of leeway to sort of maybe you know change things or hone them a little bit. So uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, great great team, yeah. great team on that. So uh, I'd be curious. Absolutely. Um, and in the article, like wherever I was reading it, it did say out oh, January third. Which would have been just this past Sunday. Why would it be out on a Sunday? Exactly. It doesn't make sense. So obviously, and I thought, oh, I'll just read to the end of the article where they usually, like, out on whenever, and it didn't say anything. Is there another day this? Maybe January 13th, because that's a Wednesday. Oh, maybe. Maybe. There we And of course, I could have just Googled. Like Eternals and no 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 that's, we don't we that's we're so that, reliant on Google too much work yeah we can figure this out ourselves or we can just time to hit the streets it. oh it's a lockdown <laughs> it's oh. a lockdown to the crime laboratory I'm just gonna pour colored liquids from one beaker to another until the computer mm-hmm. says what the release date is for the Eternals comic no that's it how says science you've, <laughs> you've made creepy crawlers yeah. Mm. <laughs> Creepy Crawlers Workshop. Your parents put it together. Light bulb not included. Graveyard Cody Small Pack and Glow Group each sold separately. It's uh, sounder science than uh, this province is following. Uh, mm. Anyway. Ooh, take, topical. Take that, Ontario. Um, and lastly, I think this is last, right? Is this the last piece of very important news? This um, is it. Yes. Now brace yourselves. Sit down. Make sure you're sitting down. Bri, I was already sitting. Should I stand or kneel? Uh, just lie down on the floor in the fetal position. You might as well okay. just get it over with. Um, Spider-Man. That's right. He's actually lying down. All right. The Spider-Man is getting. Yep. Should I take the mic with me? <laughs> a new costume. That's right. A new costume what? for Spider-Man. Can you believe it? Gadzooks. Wait. Can you believe for it? For Spider-Man? For Spider-Man. For spider Hyphen man? Spider hyphen man, yes, yes, yes. It's very important that you use the hyphen, especially if it's a hashtag, for the love of God. 
Uh, and this was um, released for, I guess it's an upcoming story coming out pretty soon in 2021. And you've probably seen this picture. But uh, so it's a new costume, I think, by Dustin Weaver is the designer. And it's like a very techie suit. It's very techie. Yeah. Is it, is, it's like armor-esque, isn't it? A little bit, yeah. It's 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 like white and kind of like a muted bluey gray, which is just mm. uh, really grabs your attention. You know what I mean? Well, those are it's also uh, got universally... like hot orange lines on it. Yes, yes. You think those glow in the dark? Oh, I imagine they do. And the lenses it's... also glow in the dark. Yes, they're like, and he's got these like kind of weird lenses with like circular things and. Uh, and I mean, it's not it's not the worst thing I've ever seen, but um, I'm I'm assuming that they're making a sequel to the the Spider-Man video game, and they just need as many suits as they can get. So they're just like, get a new suit, new suit. We need a 48 new suits right now. Do it, do it, do it. Somebody had colored it, I think, online somewhere on Twitter or something. It literally just changed the colors, so it was like red and blue, yeah. and it looked yeah. a lot better. I mean, it's fine for what it is, but it's, it's fine. It's just a temporary a, it, thing. It's something that we've said so many times. Spider-Man has as one of the most iconic costumes, and it's it's perfect the way it is. Stop yeah. changing it. There's a reason that they always go back to the original or or a variation yeah. of the original, and that like every time you re- introduce a new suit, aside from the black one, everyone's just like, we don't want this. Get rid of it. So, uh, and again, yeah. it's just going to be a temporary and- story thing. They've done this a million times, especially in the last 10 years or so. It's like every exactly. six months there's a new Just costume. give it five minutes and yeah. it'll all go back to normal. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, I'm looking forward to that Spider-Man video game uh, sequel. And I'm looking forward to unlocking this suit and then never using it. So mm. excited. <laughs> I will be playing as Spider-Punk only. Thank you. That jean vest. <laughs> We're keeping all of that, right? Welcome to the warm-up! I've got to read this now. Uh, A book that I just found out existed last night that is called Afterlift. And it was was put out on, on Comixology and you can, like most people, if you have like an Amazon subscription, Prime or whatever... Uh, you can read it for free on there, oh, okay. uh, on their like prime reader thing, which I didn't even know that there were free comics to be had on there, but there's a bunch. I did not know that either. Yeah. And I have a prime thing. I didn't know that. Uh, it, it's a, it's a five issue thing, uh, written by Chip Zdarsky, art by Jason Liu. And, uh, here's the, here's the synopsis, which is right from the site. Uh, rideshare driver Janice Chen has enough to deal with, from, anno- from annoying passengers to overbearing parents. But when she picks up a pair of mysterious passengers who are pursued by otherworldly forces, Janice realizes that her already terrible day might be headed straight to hell. Ba, 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 ba. And it's, it's basically, without any major spoilers, because this is all stuff that happens in the first, you know, 20 pages, this lady is like a, you know, like an Uber or a Lyft driver, uh, and picks picks up a guy and the guy says oh we've got a stop to make and he picks up this other woman who gets in the car and the woman's like well okay so i'm dead and it's it's basically uh this uber driver is is you know driving them to the river sticks sort of thing and then there's other demons and it's uh it it gets kind of wacky uh but it's you know, it's not a super goofy book, but it's pretty interesting. Uh, there was only five issues, and uh, if you pick it up like I picked it up, it's 
all a you know one self-contained book. There is no sequel. There's no sequel planned. It's you know five issues, five issues in and out. Good. That's uh, sometimes fun just yeah. to have the thing that's here's a contained thing. I'm done with it. Exactly. That was nice. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's cool to to see a, a fresh take on something, and it's cool that it's five issues and then I'm done. Yeah, that's you know, awesome. The interview that I was listening to with uh, with Zdarsky where he mentioned it, he was actually saying like when they they sent him the thing for the for the graphic novel version, there was a one on the spine, and he was like, no, 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 there's no two. <laughs> you need to fix this. So yeah, Afterlift, check it out, and if you can't find it somewhere for free, steal it. <laughs> da da da. Chip Zdarsky's gonna kill you. He'll have to find me first. I'm a coward. <laughs> and now our feature presentation all right so wonder woman 84 came out what christmas day and you watched it whatever way you felt comfortable watching it <laughs> spending 30 dollars mm-hmm. or not no judgment mm-hmm that's correct. I, uh, I I used I paid some money because uh, I had uh, I realized <laughs> you you could use scene. He is a loony kid. Yeah, you you um you can use scene points for digital rentals. I didn't realize. And we oh, had a right, so just right. like I'm not I'm not going in a freaking theater anytime soon. I can tell you that much. No. So uh, I'm I'm just not. I, I you know maybe you see how this vaccine works out, but. The way the rollout's going, I'm not expecting anything to substantially change for a while. So I used some seed points, and I cut about half off, and then uh, might have shared my account information with a few uh, family members, and uh, let's just say it worked out fine. I stole it. <laughs> <laughs> so did I. Woo! We've had a rough and year, say- Warner Brothers. Give us this. Yeah. 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 I mean HBO like H- you Americans got it just if you had an HBO Maps subscription. So Yeah. Yeah. You know, I have somebody's crave sign in that I don't pay for and I didn't get it for free, so f you. Alright. <laughs> okay, Wait, just me? just just uh r- round table. Yeah. What it just very short one sentence. Did you like it? Did you not like it? What was your what was your reaction? I'll I'll go first because uh I am who I am. I enjoyed it quite a bit, actually. It wasn't perfect, but I had a fun time, and there's a lot about it that I uh, I quite liked, though I do have some criticisms. Okay, I don't know if it's just because I'm used to watching these sorts of movies on a really big screen, but I was kind of bored for large portions of the movie. The first 20 minutes had me in, and then they kept losing me. That's that's my my one sentence. There were parts that didn't make me hurt <laughs> um but it it's always story structure and how it flows and how it's put together there are other things but the more i think about it the less i like it because i, I go back and, and go like why did you why did you put it together like that it just doesn't and, and then I start to break it up and break it down and it just gets worse and worse for me and i get more i get more and more mad this and the the main the main theory the main theory is that like you know it's a movie that got edited a bunch of times yeah 
And you can totally see that. You can see that there are many hands in there yeah. uh, putting that together. It was it was what like a two and a half hour runtime, which yeah. is not not that that's not kind of customary in certain movies now. Like you like 10, 15 years ago, that would have been like what the hell. Yeah. But yeah. Um, now it's not uncommon. But it was like you could have easily cut so much out of that. Yeah. And made it shorter. Um, but at the same time, there's an argument that the characters just weren't developed. That was my problem. Is like yeah. I didn't give a shit about anybody in this. Not that Wonder Woman one was a perfect movie, but I really enjoyed the first one, and I found that chemistry and just the 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 story arc, the characters progressing, did not happen here. Mm-hmm. It was just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, that's absolutely fair. And I mean, like, there's stuff that I really liked, like the whole opening scene where he had like young Diana competing in that tournament and stuff. I'm like, and and it was it was fun, but it was like you could have cut that out of the movie, and it would have made no difference. I, I mean, they they set up the yeah. golden armor, they set up the golden armor, but it's sort of like, and then she just had it, did they? Well, they 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 had the statue yeah. rise up, and they talked about uh, the the character yeah. or the golden talked about Artemis, yeah. yeah. Um, or whatever her name was. Something. And I get that. And it was it Art Art not Artemis. It was something else. It was Astor I forget. Yeah. Astoria. Asteria. Asteria. What Asteria? Um We all watched this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but I get like that whole Themyscira thing was like it, it, there was the setup of the armor and then here's your lesson for later. Like no shortcuts kind of thing, but yeah. it was pretty weak. Um I don't know. And like if if just, they had if they had left that one and taken out the mall scene, which happens right after that, and it just uh, it just introduces the character again. It's like we just were introduced to the character. Right. Yeah. Uh yeah. we don't need both we don't need both. It felt like an odd choice. I'm not really and Or, again, or much... you could have you could have cut back and forth between them. Yeah. And sort that of done worked. some parallel storytelling there. I, I enjoyed seeing Themyscira again. I enjoyed seeing, uh, mm-hmm. like, Hippolyta and everything again. That was cool. But it's, like, I what would have been nice, maybe, is if she had to actually go back in order to get this armor or something. Like, they had to actually have played a factor in the story yeah. instead of just being... Yeah. Like, I get it. Like, it wasn't, like... Again, I'm not saying it was, like, awful. It was it was, it was was good to see them again. And it did serve a bit of a story purpose. But it didn't feel... Like, there's a lot it, of little it, things it in there It didn't weigh out. It just yeah. seemed like it was heavy on that part. Like... Here's this thing, and then it doesn't balance anywhere else. Yeah, you're like, right. what is that for? Okay, it's, but it's, yeah, you're totally right. If they if she had gone back to get the armor, that would have been okay. There's well, at least like a throwback to that, and it loops, well, and then you go on to the rest of the story. But that's the thing too you know, is like you have something that you introduce. Like here's this armor. You introduce like oh, there's this character, and like you know the whole thing that she fought, and like you know nobody knew what happened to her, and that the armor was lost, and then it's just like oh yeah, I just have it in this room. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like it feels like that should be. Uh, oh, it's over here. Okay, let let me just say the word for this movie, the term for this movie that came up for me constantly. Well, that's convenient. Like what? everything was so like this, just oh, one after. Oh the yeah, other. yeah, um, yeah. Like everything was conveniently put together, and then it just made for it was because of lazy writing, like just things. Oh, conveniently that happens because you couldn't find any other way to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's like the with, thing. With like the they, they probably, probably previously had more clever ways, but because of all the cutting, 
Yeah. They're like, well, we need, we need to make these things make sense. So let's just, let's throw in some, some reason where X turns to Y. Well, like even like they go to Egypt and they're looking for that guy. How do they find him? They just happen to drive by him. Like you're in an entire country. Oh, there he is on the highway. Go get him. It's like, oh God. That was probably Uh, my favorite part of the movie though. The, you know what? The truck fight. Truck fight. That was was pretty good. (laughs) Although, uh, anytime she used her lasso. Yes. Thank you. I I hated it. I I hated it. Yeah. It just, it looks weird. It looks so weird, and there was like no, like it, I, the the thing I thought about was watching Spider Man. Oh yeah, in the movies, That's he right. swings. Do you understand physics and momentum and weight? And you're like swinging, and your legs go the other way. But it was like, it. How did I put it? It's like Superman two and Batman Returns awkwardly f- <laughs> Like it's it's Superman two. How did effects. I put it? Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's how I put it. And- um. There's some stuff in there that I think is slightly deliberate because, I mean, like, it's they're clearly kind of just being like she's like a magical, mythical being and like, you know, they're kind of just throw that out the window. But that's the thing, too, is that it felt like a tonal and stylistic, like a soft reboot. The first one felt like it but it's fit not. into the I, Snyderverse and, I, and then it, it this doesn't feel like it fit into that at all. I, I know. And I agree. But then I remember you and I were talking about this and you did say reboot. And I thought about it later. I'm like, but it's not. It's. It's the in-between movie between these. Sure. Like, whether whether you want it's it or an, not, I, it's between And that's why those. I say, like, a soft and you, reboot. You, it's not a reboot. It's it's no. not even a soft reboot. Well, it's like, like a tonal reboot. Everything is still in that. Well, you can do a tonal yeah. shift. Yeah. And it, yeah. And I don't, I, I don't I mean an actual a, reboot. A, I mean, like, I'm just yeah, using yeah. it as in, like, they're just, like, the tone yeah. of the first movie, they, yeah. they sort of threw out and rejected wholesale. Like, there was that whole scene, literally, where... Uh, Steve grabs a sword and she's like, no, don't use a sword. And it's just like, oh, okay. Like she didn't, the only weapon she used the entire movie really was, was, uh, aside from that armor was her lasso, which I mean, like there might've been some issues about how that came across visually, but I liked that because the lasso almost seemed like an afterthought in every movie she was in up until now. That is her main weapon. That's like Captain America having his shield and like he, like he holds it two times and mostly just shoots people like I think that you got to lean into that aspect of Wonder Woman. I think they made a conscious effort to do that. Yeah. Whether or not it worked for you is one thing, but I, you know, I, well, I enjoyed yeah. it. And I th- the thing I wrote down was don't do a visual thing if you can't pull it off. And in sure. this day and age, especially these big budget movies with the amount of money you're throwing at this, it should not look shitty. There is no excuse for this to look shitty. Yeah. And this, this idea, let me just say, dear listener, will come up later. Um, <laughs> It'll pop up again. Oh, okay. Um, all right. But just, and it just looked, it took me out of the movie immediately. As soon as she's swinging or moving, it looked cut and when, paste. There, like was, there was a part where she was weird. running in slow motion, and it's like, yeah. why? Yeah. I like, you did that with the Flash, and it looked ridiculous. Why are you continuing to do this? Because it looks yeah. so dumb. It, it does feel like, to some degree, there's, like, visual effects in some of these, like, DC movies or... For some reason, they're just not putting... It's like the green screen shot of Marv in Sin City when he's swimming underwater, but he's yeah. clearly just on wires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Definitely, there was some post-production stuff where I'm just like, that could have used some extra work. That could have used some extra work. It, weirdly enough, that could have used some delayed. jelly. There's some stuff that did seem like it was like kind of like rushed, almost, like visually, which yeah. is weird considering you had an extra like six months. 
but well, I think it's because all the effects were from 1984. That's true. Uh, um, which let's talk about it's 1984. I get that they have I'm to place when? it between between the two times she has appeared in the movies, but it's like okay, if you're not going to use what 1984 was, there was. Absolutely nothing, 1984, except that, oh, look, here's, like, an, a way overuse of shitty clothing. Right. It's just, like, I get it. It's They walk by some punks. Yeah. Oh, here's some punks, and, every, oh, you've got a, a pouch, and, the, and like, here are the horrible shirts, and, and tons of neon, and you're like, okay, I get it. The joke, I get it. <laughs> Let's move on. The thing but, is, too, I think, yeah. like, you, you name something on a couple of These levels. These things are strangers. <laughs> You, you name something 1984 on a couple of levels, like a 1984 mm-hmm. reference and also just the time with, like, you know, like the Cold War and, like, Reagan and all that stuff. I mean, like, to have, you know, you got to have some politics to it, I think, and you maybe have to actually say something or represent something. And it kind of mostly just glossed over a lot of that stuff. It didn't really Absolutely, seem to. Yeah. They yeah. did. They did have lip service, but they could have done way more interesting things with the time yeah. setting. I agree. Okay. What, what about the other characters? What did you think about the other ones? Uh, Cheetah was wasted. Uh, like she, she had potential though. But she, yeah, she was, is, she yeah. is in in my mind at least number one Wonder Woman supervillain. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. and she was a secondary villain who was really kind of lost by the by the second act. Yeah. And you had a you had a fight with some boring swinging, some slow yeah. slow swinging. <laughs> I know, and it wasn't even like Zack Snyder slow motion stuff where it picks up and then. No, it's just because you know momentum. It was just everybody. It's like on a swing. Everybody, yeah. Everybody's just floating around. You're like, what is going on? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I agree. You need some weight. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you on that. Uh, Yeah, I I wish. I wish that she was in a better movie. And I, th- I thought Kristen Wiig did a pretty good job, all things considered. Oh, I I agree. I agree. Yeah. I think she did. I I enjoyed her. I enjoyed her the first time as Michelle Pfeiffer in uh, Batman Returns, though. Who did? Because it was like it felt like the same thing. Eh, and like kind really? of. Mm, they're similar. Yeah. She's like a little less horny than Michelle Pfeiffer. Well, yeah, <laughs> a little, just a smidge. I I would say like twelve percent. Twelve percent. That that twelve percent significant. I'll ask anyone. Looks like you're caught before you even got started, Cheetah. Guess again, Wonder Woman. It's you who have been caught. The thing is, a lot of the criticisms I've seen online are very... Uh, and I think we're get digging into it, which is good. Like, we think we have better points than most people online who are just like, oh, how come she got two wishes? And, oh, like, stuff like that. Or I'm just like, it's a Oh, movie. I, don't, I don't care about stuff it's like that. Movie. It's a movie. Yeah. Shut up. It's a movie about a magic lady. Every movie yeah. has stuff like that. Who cares? But, I mean, uh, it might have been better even for her end when she, like, kind of devolved or whatever turned into, like, the full yeah. cat mode. Like, you know, you had the whole thing where she sort of, like, seemed to reject her humanity and turned into that. It's like, well, I mean, like, there maybe could have been, like, more of, like, a, you know, you see, you see a more of a transition of her, like, you know, losing your humanity more. They did a good job of it, I think, overall. But, I mean, it could have. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like, she she seemed to have potential. And I was mm-hmm. like, and that, that was one of the few things in the movie that I kind of liked. I was like... I'm not a big Kristen Wiig fan, but I was like, she did she did pretty good. And like it's there just was no proper character building. Like it was very here's the thing, yeah. here's the thing, 
here's the next thing, gone. She was and acting. you're like, oh, okay. That's the thing is, like, she was acting, because I'm so used to every time you see Kristen Wiig, she's just doing the same, like, SNL shtick, which is, like, you, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. being the target lady, and then just, like, I am... Right. I've been yeah. watching this for 30 seconds, and I'm ready to, like, gouge my eyes out. I'm just so sick of it. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah. No shtick. There was no shtick. It was, like, oh, an actual performance, and she was, she yep. was solid. She was one of the highlights, I think. Yeah. Um, we might disagree on the next one, acting, though. <laughs> Uh, well, no, yes and no. Brian and I did speak a little bit about this already. Uh, Pedro Pascal, who I really like. He's does great stuff, fantastic actor. And it's, I don't want to say great in the two other things I've seen him in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, it's not that it was, I don't think it was bad acting in this. I just don't think he was given any material to work with. He had, it was either like, manic evangelist or confused alcoholic like father like where he just i'm sorry little boy uh, 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 and he slobbers and then we go on to like the next thing and it's like it was just the two extremes and there was nothing in between yeah pe- there was no people, growth of it people compared it a lot to uh to to a, a much more 80s trump but i i think the uh the good way to put it might be lionel hutt's <laughs> Yeah, I, I just happened to have a Lionel. I went through my closet the other day and I just got a Lionel Hutz toy literally right in front of me when you said that. So what up? Uh, no, a hundred percent. Yes, I believe that. Yes, uh, and Did I you imagine Phil Hartman in that role. <laughs> my that God. Would that's that's phenomenal. Um, I you know, and again, like you could say, like it was inconsistent or what have you, but he was like he didn't leave any scenery behind. He ate it all. He was just like, no, he, he and, camped it up. Like, again, this movie was kind of campy in a lot of ways. And I like campy superhero stuff. I know. Honestly. And, you know, I, and weirdly, I, I'm watching it and I, I'm, I'm like maybe a quarter of the way in. And I was like, Bri's going to love this. <laughs> and I get it. And it's not that like everybody likes a different thing. And I was like, yeah. partially because I'm like, this feels very Superman 70s yes. Christopher Reeve yes. Superman to me. And I was like, immediate was like, that's the vibe I'm getting. Bry is going to love this. Yeah. Um, it's his thing. It's very primary colors. It's very bright. It's very, and the campy bit to it. But I just found that personally, I'm like, it just totally. didn't, I don't know. Didn't like the campiness. Like it just, yeah. that doesn't make the character. Can we do something else? Like this well, isn't Batman, both. the TV series. Like, well, yeah. that's the thing too, is that you need to, you know, you can have that, that campiness is like fine and all. And I mean, I'm a, the, I think they deliberately were trying to evoke something more Christopher Reeve or like Richard Donner, Richard Lester, Superman, like deliberately, which is yeah. a valid choice in my opinion. You, you know me, but, um, you know, Christopher Reeve, kind of a better actor than gal gadot yeah like gal has her her limitations oh, yeah yeah and she's there's nothing i'm not she, i'm not, she, not but she can her. still she, she carries it no no fine. no totally yeah but yeah. there's certain moments where you know maybe it need a little yeah. bit something else to really sell it that maybe would have carried it a little better who could say yeah like the end um perhaps just the ending was so weird uh, I don't know if we want to jump to the end already, but no, I, like, I think I think considering yeah. the time that we're at, yeah. we do want to yeah, jump to true. the end because we've um, got another thing to talk about. That's oh, true. Do. She defeats she defeats Max Lord, who is stopping her with wind, like wind. where this wind comes. Yeah, I'm Max Lord, master <laughs> of winds. Yeah, uh, big Max Max Lord farts or something. Well, his, his powers uh, were a little defeats... like little vaguey. Like he he gave yeah, people wishes, but he like... also kind of controlled their minds, and he also seemed to have like telekinetic powers. And 
I know. And it's it's also and like I wrote down something about like the wish movies. Wish movies never I, I always find the wish movies never go well because they're so wishy-washy and often they, there's like one of two or three ways that it can go sort of thing that it's yeah. like okay, you got to trick the person into wishing their way out or they finally see the light or somebody like does a backwards wish on that or something yeah. like that. And it's like, the thing okay, is though, well, that Max Lord already turned himself into a genie. <laughs> so you can't but, defar yeah, him. She wins by asking him and everyone to stop and they do. And it's done. Cause she asks and, nicely. And that's it. Yeah. And it's like, that was okay. That, that was it. Yeah. All right. It's In a, a way, lesson though. on the power of asking nicely. <laughs> nice. This is, and again, uh, people, I think that's the thing, is either you like it or you don't, and and there's no right or wrong, they're both very valid takes, but, like, I do appreciate, especially after the first movie, where I know that Patty Jenkins was not happy about how the first movie ended, because she didn't want a big, stupid, bloated fight like every other superhero movie, so in this one, there isn't really a big fight at the end, like, the, it isn't solved through violence, which in fairness, is a pretty valid choice for Wonder Woman. Like, uh, she wasn't always... The the aspect of her being, like, a warrior with the sword and shield is a pretty modern thing. That's a pretty, like, Zack Snyder, New 52-style Wonder Woman. Uh, and this well, is trying to go a little yes, bit further yes back. Yes and no. It, th- that has happened, well, this, yes. going back Well, going back to the original, uh, yeah, the, the yeah. Marston creation of Wonder Woman, you're absolutely correct. Yeah. But, like, the warrior the warrior version of that has been around for 30 That's years. true, but... It, but for the most part, I mean, like, Wonder Woman has often been... She's a warrior, but she's mainly, like, she, she's after peace instead of, like, yeah, fighting abso- yeah, things. She, well, she wants to fight as a last resort kind of a thing, where it feels like, you know, it, it felt like kind of trying to get onto that track with the character, which I appreciate, because, frankly, I think that makes the character far more distinct, especially in the DC universe, especially in, with other superhero movies. Yeah, but so it just, I can it's, it's got to be... you got to write it in a story that absolutely. makes sense. And no, it no, just no, like it sure. just seemed so convoluted, and I, I do have to mention Steve Trevor, uh, yeah, which I had no problem him coming back, but I think he was completely wasted. In, I, don't, just, I don't think he, he was wasted. He's there to be sacrificed, and that's his entire purpose. Yeah, if if he were to ever come back in in another one of these, which who knows if that's a thing, she gets another wish. Uh, <laughs> they they cannot kill him again. He's no. not allowed. Absolutely. He's going to be functionally Enough. immortal. Yeah, exactly. But it's, it just seemed like, I don't know, it, in the in the first movie, he was an interesting, unique character on his own. The two of them functioned well as a team, kind of playing off opposite each other um, and like and, made the whole thing better because the two were a bit different and none of that really happened. It was like, I'm here because here's my purpose to be here for a little bit and fulfill your wish. And then I'm supposed to die, right. and you have to give me up because that's the big lesson. You can't, you can't. There's no shortcuts. Here you go. And it's like I get it, but you then can't just go on just, a slide whenever you want to win. <laughs> yeah, he's just like in the movie. He's a chauffeur and a one note joke, and that's kind of how it. And and the fact that I'm a World War One pilot and I can suddenly fly modern jets. jets, and how convenient. Well, oh, okay, fair. and then. They go and find a plane that's all ready to go. How convenient. A plane to get to Egypt without refueling. How convenient. <laughs> yeah. Just... Well, the thing Sorry. too is... I wonder where they landed at. That's a good yeah, question. I know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, and the, and the fact that it's invisible. 
On top Invisible. of the one of the pyramids, just balancing like this the whole time. Can we talk about she suddenly has she suddenly has a new power that comes out of nowhere, like using her like rubby hands, Reiki powers, and turns the plane invisible? Oh, that's like, fine. Whatever. She's, she's it's mythological powers. With. Like they have. How mytholo- the hell else are you gonna get an invisible jet in a Wonder Woman yeah. movie? Uh, And that's the thing with Wonder Woman. I'm like, if you want to own, like, every silly, mythological, crazy thing, that's that's your place to go for it. I'm cool with that. uh, But, I mean, it would be nice if maybe you sort of, like, introduce the concept before you're just like, now we're doing this. Well, that's what I mean. It just, that's why I'm saying convenient. Everything just seemed to be like, at the moment, we need something. Oh, by the way, there's this. You're like, okay. You could have... You're the writer. You can put something in earlier that at least you are. You are God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you control the flow of events and the flow of time. It's true. So y'all, y'all like Pedro Pascal? Yeah. Yeah, I liked him in the two other things I've seen him in. Yep. <laughs> As we that community live reading and uh, the Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you've seen him in something else too. Wonder Woman. No, I saw Wonder Woman. The other Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder <gasps> Woman. Yeah, the the, the first we, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder exactly. Woman. How do we? How do we, we are talking about? Yes. How do we feel about that Wonder Woman? We love oh, you, Wonder. We Woman. love it, Wonder Woman. <laughs> we love you, Wonder Woman. Fantastic. Yeah. I'll try to actually find the clip. I yeah. swear to God, yeah. it re- it's real though. <laughs> it's got to be there. We are, of course, uh, referencing oh, what's her name? Uh, who played Mockingbird in Agents of Shield? Yeah, so what's her name? A- Anna. Kendrick. Anna Paquin. Yeah, sure. So, no, Anna no, banana. Anna no, banana. No, it isn't. Anna sure. banana. Hannah Montana. Adrian, Adrian with something with a P. I think that's it. Close Paquette? enough. Adrian something Pimento. Like <laughs> ah, come on. The universe isn't going to let anything bad happen to two best friends. Unless we're in a fiery crash and our bodies are burned beyond recognition. Ooh, Gina's got jelly beans. Okay, wait, wait. Insert her name here. The actress's name is Adrienne Palicki. Next time, just Google it, boys. She did play uh, Wonder Woman in a, uh, a pilot. Yeah. In, in, uh, that was not TV series up. pilot. That was not picked up. And he played... Who did he... Oh, wait, did he... He was, he was like a, a cop or a federal, federal agent. Yeah, yeah. He was just, like, not a major, major character, but he was there. And anyway, no, at the time, we didn't know who he like was. Not a big deal like Max Lord. Yeah, really. <laughs> But at the time, we didn't know who he was, so you wouldn't recognize yeah, him. Yeah, but now we do. Now we but recognize now, his face everywhere because we see exact, it all the time. In that helmet. Oh, he yep. took it off twice. You he took did. it off all the damn he did. time. And the first time he had a mustache, it was like, what? But then the second time, didn't have a mustache? I know. You know what? I saw people commenting on that online. They're like, oh, why would he care about what he looks like? It's like, what? Just it's, Because it's Pedro he's Pedro Pascal. Yeah. If he's got a mustache, he's just gonna, He's not going to be like, I'm just going to grow it out. Who cares what I look like underneath? But like, he, didn't like have gonna... the, he didn't have the rest of a beard. He just had no. a mustache. It was weird. Yeah, and no, it's, no. it's fine. Like, I thought it was funny. Well, and and honestly, if you're trying to, like, fit into that 1983 aesthetic uh, from, like, around Return of the Jedi, yeah, you got a mustache. Yeah, yeah. So Billy D, just rock it. I do want a scene. I want a cut scene where, like, he has to, like, shave, but, like, there's someone else around, so he just has to, like, put a razor, like, up the helmet. He's like, ow, 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 ow. 
Or they should just digitally take it out. Get those uh, those guys from Warner. Yeah. Maybe they could do it. Or but just put it on top of the helmet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just to flesh color. Yeah, yeah. Mask there you over go. the helmet. Just, just a wiggling um, mouth. <laughs> all right. So I don't really. What did everybody enjoy it? Yeah, it was good. Mandalorian yeah. season two. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm curious where it's going, where it's going to go from here. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. they're building um, quite the little universe there. Yeah, yeah. I'd uh, like well, to see more already of this universe. You will, you will, it, you will. There's until the end of time. Hundred shows coming. It's never going to stop. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they keep announcing more and more because they had it announced uh, among others, like the Ahsoka. Yeah. Um, spinoff and which that episode was fucking amazing that yep. might have been the um, best one i really really i mean i love ahsoka i'm a fan and yeah. uh that was well realized for sure and it had uh yeah yeah like this area was fantastic it's what i like about like like the, the the smaller episodes like the original appeal was like it's just lone wolf and cub with like star wars and then this where you have like this kind of like old samurai kind of facing off in this one location well that's stuff like that that entire series is a is a samurai movie. Yeah, like they're all that sort of pacing, like that. The spaghetti westerns, which were influenced by samurai movies, yeah, they're all of course. And that one, especially with Ahsoka, was a total. Here's an homage to Akira Kurosawa. Absolutely. Like here's your movies in with lightsabers. It was like, amazing. Every time she sort of like disappeared into the mist and just sort of, appeared, I'm like, oh, this is just dope. Like it was so, it was yeah. very cool. Yeah, I don't know. I just love the. I love I love an eight episode season. I just uh, that that is a nice sweet spot. It used to be where it was just like ah like sixteen episodes, thirteen episodes. That's the sweet spot. Shorter, less, less episodes. No. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You want to do a series that's four episodes? Good, fine. If you're putting out a thirteen episode season, they better all be good. I don't want to get to episode seven and be like, all right, just a few more to go. I guess I'll yeah. stay up later. I'm too old for that. And, no. And watch Iron Fist. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um, it's the simpler approach and it's partially just how they've kind of pared it down and they're like exploring the universe rightly so but Mm -hmm. not like just heavy laden with Star Wars mythos it's like here's just some things Mm -hmm. and there's been some people are like oh it's just fan service stuff and it's there's going to be some fan nods and fan service yes but that's you're exploring this they're definitely not fan servicing otherwise you would have had Luke Skywalker in at episode three well like, <laughs> you would have had you would have had ahsoka well, in in season one um you would have had all that they would have just tossed that in but they built up that first season mm-hmm. and had and had a good layer a good base of like this is what we're working with right here's the pace and here's what we're doing but now that it's it's become this other thing in in season two where it's you know it's kind of there's kind of you know increasing cameos like, is Chewbacca going to show up next season? Well, Because he could. Because the- he fucking could. And that'd be pretty cool, actually. This is the way. You know what? Like, and if they have every season, you have a couple of cameos. I'm totally fine with that. As long as it's not like every episode. Here's the guest star. And he comes out. And, yeah. Okay, whatever. It's Tim Conway. But, <laughs> Tim Conway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, B. Arthur. Well, she's dead. So what? The thing, though, is I would prefer. I mean, like, I I think that they kind of earned a bit of fan ser- extra fan service this season oh, because totally. they yes. they they didn't go too deep on that in the first season. It was oh, yeah. a bit, but I mean, again, like, it the more of that you do, 
the the smaller this universe feels and that's the same problem that the prequels ran into where everybody's was connected everybody's met each other the, yeah. like the Man- mando has no reason to really meet that many people from that from star wars as we know it he doesn't the only reason he had to obviously because he has like this force sensitive child that he's with and that brings in jedi stuff i get that totally um but it felt like a little they were leaning on it a bit too much this season in my opinion and honestly there were a lot of moments and scenes and and episodes that the plots or action scenes felt like references to original trilogy star wars or were just flat out repeating sequences from from other star wars projects and i hated that because it just felt a lot oh, like really? they were. It, there was a lot of stuff where it just felt like, oh, this is like they're doing this again, they're doing this again, they're doing this again. Like something stuff we've seen before. It felt the same. It didn't feel as creative okay. as as it did in the first season. A lot of the time, to be honest with you, it, to me, I, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I, I did think the uh, the the reintroduction of Boba Fett in what was it episode five or six? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was really well done. It was like that very, was well done. Very. Yes. Uh, I don't it, know. They kinetic. eased into it. Yeah, and they just kind of like let's go. Right, they could have easily just here's him in his armor, and he comes out blasting. Right. And it's like, no, you didn't. Here's him. He's aged. He's like obviously had the crap kicked out of yeah. him his whole life, sort of thing. Like uh, he, but he is a badass, and you finally get to see Boba Fett as a badass. Yeah, we finally get which, to see him do anything. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and it was it was like well, that's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's yeah. pretty good. And then even just seeing like the lead up to some of those, like having Timothy Oliphant in there with Love his <laughs> his armor, and oh, I'm yeah. like that, yeah. yeah, he's great. He was great. Yeah, that and was then, like, that the was other, good. obviously the, all the other uh, people that popped up, like Katie Sackoff, mm-hmm. um, Bill Burr coming back, um, Michael Bain, uh, yeah. just in that little weird nugget of a thing. Yeah. Well, I did not recognize him as Michael Bain at first. And I, then I'm like, it was like, who I know that? him. I know him. I know. I know. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen him. I'm like, Oh my God, it's him. Um, and then they even do like a tombstone reference in that episode. Boba Fett obviously is a big thing. Well, one Boba Fett was actually a character for the first time ever. And, uh, actually yeah. was good at his job for the first time ever. So that's cool. But I, I liked his new kind of look there. He was a little more like a matured one. He had like kind of the robes and then he had his like new painted armor over top, how he looked at the well, end. Well, yeah, he's he combining looked... mo- other things. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. That was really cool. And he's holding the weapon of the Tusken Raiders, that staff, and yeah. just wielding it like yeah. crazy. I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah. That is great. Very nice. Totally. And uh, I mean, and I, and I kind of appreciate a little bit more of a dad bod Boba Fett. Though my mm-hmm. question is yep. like, how... He clearly seems to have aged like at least twenty years in like a very small amount of time where no he one was else inside a Sarlacc. That's true. You don't know what that does to you. Well, but you don't know what he looked like. Well, I mean, like in, in the so. prequels, he was like a little baby boy, and then like the these yeah, movies yeah. were like twenty years later. So it's just like that eh, doesn't really add up. He doesn't look like he's in his thirties, but okay. Well, clones age at a different rate, maybe. Sure. That's fine. Yeah, there's sure. always there's always something. Yeah, well, it's convenient. Sorry. And again, who cares? Who cares? Because Tamara Morrison did uh, a great right. job. Um, can I also say, as a throwback to we were talking about Wonder Woman, don't do a visual thing if you can't pull it off. Yeah. Do we know what I'm going to talk about? Uh, yeah. P- PS4 Luke Skywalker. Bingo. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was. I thought we were talking about R2D2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It has a trash can. Yeah. And again, that's, yeah, that's not PS4 little... Pro. That's regular PS4 Luke Skywalker. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 it did yeah. not look good. 
Yeah. And I even saw people who, with their own computers at home, fixed it with deep fake stuff. And you're like, I know. Some kid at home did this better. Come on. Like, Which is weird because, like, Disney has done that a lot better in, yeah. in, in so many things, like, really well. Like, if not, like, perfect, like, very close. So, I mean. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna make this moment happen, I mean, like maybe you know, crack open the piggy bank a little bit more than you did. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it was cool yeah. seeing Mark Hamill. Like his voice is very different now. Obviously, it's, it's yes, much deeper and raspier. So he's like doing his Good best. Good thing to he's sound. a voice actor. Yeah, he did. He did fine. But I mean, the, the, he can't. He comes in. And he's like he's just doing the Joker. Or <laughs> <laughs> hello, Mando. Just <laughs> give me the child. <laughs> Wonderful. Do we sort of think that uh, Grogu or Baby Yoda or the child or whatever is going to be back next season as a full character or do do a little break from it? I think there'll be a break, but I don't think you'll ever – I don't think you'll ever see the kid talk. Right. I do think think it's it's sort of time. Like we had two seasons of freaking Baby Yoda being a cutie patootie and that's enough. Like – and I think think they know that. Yeah. I think they're smart enough to know, okay, we should... Don't milk it too much. Yeah. And just, yeah. 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 But they've set it up. Disney knows, right? You put, you brought in a a Bo-Katan and that whole thing. And now with the Darksaber. A real cutie. Yeah. Who's gonna, who's gonna be the, the leader? Oh, there's so much to explore. head Mandalorians. And that's that's yeah. the one thing I really loved about this season a lot is they kind of really dug into like Mandalorian culture and like how he's basically was part of like a cult basically as far as they were yeah. concerned and there's there's a ton to do there and I hope that that should be the focus of the next season more than anything else. Yeah. Well, and that's why I think a lot of those a lot of those uh, appearances that we were talking about earlier like that were kind of fan servicey yeah. were really like setting up things to come. So yeah. like Bo-Katan's in there, Ahsoka is setting up like She's looking for um, Moff, what's his name? Or uh, Tarkin with Mo- Thrace or not Tarkin? Uh, Thrawn. Thrawn. A Thrace. Thrawn. Yes. Grand Admiral, Admiral Thrawn. Thrawn. Not once, not twice, but thrice. Right. Yeah. He, he's blue. Um, he's blue, and he's got spooky eyes. He's like yeah. a Star Wars Nightcrawler. <laughs> so that kind of sets that the direction of that. Alan coming confirmed. Now. <laughs> Please. That please. would that might rule. That would please. actually really rule. <laughs> yeah, that would be very good. Yeah. Um. One thing I, I we didn't mention I, that I really liked that they brought Bill Burr back. I'm not a mm-hmm. big fan of Bill Burr mm-hmm. as Bur- a comedian, but I oh, he, I really liked opinions. him in this. Yeah. I want well, you know so, I'm yeah. angry and I'm white and I have opinions. Exactly. <laughs> but he worked really well in this one and especially in this in the second season when they brought yeah. him back. It it like humanized stormtroopers. Yeah. And the fact that he was pissed off that, like, you killed all my friends. You killed that entire platoon. I was like, that was amazing. That might have been my one of my favorite scenes in the season, like, easily. That was real good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and the again, fact like, that, yeah. They, 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 it was heavy on, like, the fan service and the references. And in my opinion, I mean, like, it was well done, but it is a little too much. But, I mean, like, it, it's, a it's still too a great. It's a little too well done. A little too well done, Yeah. But uh, it was, yeah. I, I want Bill Burr to return in his own spinoff where he, he goes back to live with his uh, his family in space, Boston. And they're all played by Bill Burr and they're all yelling at each other at all the times. That's what I want. Please. And do they all have an extra arm? Does he have an extra arm or was that a robot thing? Questions for another episode. <laughs> He'd be a good dead-eyed duck in a live-action Bucky O'Hare. Oh, yeah. Just uh, do you anyway. want him to wear, to wear like a fake beak? 
Or do you want him to mocap it? Um, let the audience decide. <laughs> Voting ends. And with, and with that, yeah. let's wrap it up. Well, my my ride Luke is here. Gotta go. He's gonna put me in his one-person spaceship. <laughs> with his creepy nephew. You gotta ride on his lap. Mm-hmm. I guess we're wrapping it up. I'm assuming Grogu has gotta has gotta rejoin Mando before we know what happens to the before rest he, of before he gets killed. Yeah, before yeah, he gets yeah. killed by Kylo Ren. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh, I guess that's a long time later. So he probably would have graduated. Oh, cool. by then. Or is yeah. it? I don't know because they're never specific about these things. It's very because it's Star Wars and it's a fantasy. I want Grogu to have a little graduation ceremony, and then, like, he leaves the planet, and literally the next day, it's like, oh, no! He's got a little graduation cap. Yeah. A little space sure. graduation. Like, the, the tassel is just hovering, I guess. That's the only yeah. difference. Yeah. And, and then... He, and he's he- flying off, and you could just see a small explosion in the background. <laughs> Everything's on fire. <laughs> and yeah. and he makes that one sound that he makes, like, when somebody says his name. Grogu? Yeah. Uh, well, at that point, at that point, he's talking and his voice is deepened, and he's played by Danny DeVito. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grogu, I'm the trash man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, yeah. Let's let's finish. Let's end it. Let's, hey, welcome let's to leave 2021. We're here. Yep. We're here, and we're here to say, see you next week. Bye. I'm the trash man.